Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, happy hump day. Lake show starts right now. Full show till 9 here on the Good Neighbor News Talk 830 WCCO. Henry Lake and Christopher Tubbs. Everybody loves the hump day reference. I just say it, not that I love the reference, but people do. So it's all good here. Thanks for listening to the station. Thanks for listening specifically um, to the show. So many things that I want to get to here again tonight. This is a fun week. Full show Monday, full show last night, full show tonight. I'm off tomorrow. Back at it on Friday. I wanted to start with a story that, gosh, man, if you don't get emotional one way or the other about this next story, um, I don't think you got a heart. And I'll lay it out like this. When you think about the times that we are living in, We are living in a state of outrage right now. And I get it. It's everywhere. There's so many things that we are upset about, as it seems. But something that we should not lose sight of, even in our angriest of moments, and we all get angry, right? We all get upset. Well, a lot of us do. Not everybody. I shouldn't say that everybody gets angry. But even in our angriest of moments, there is the concept of decency. And let's be honest. It's okay to be, (laughs) like the movie reference, it's, it's okay to be mad as hell and not wanting to take it anymore. But also understanding that there is a line that's drawn with everything in life. December the 14th of 2012. That is a day that most people in this country will never forget. It was the day of the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting. Six teachers, 20 children killed. I can't think of anything worse than this type of incident. And yes, we've seen other incidents, Uvalde, but for this specific conversation, we're talking about Sandy Hook. And I believe that we should never forget that day. We should mourn that day forever. Those beautiful young children 
taken away from their families. But some don't. Specifically, one Alex Jones, a conspiracy theorist who said that it never happened, that it was a hoax. And this man, for many years, profited from the years of lying about Sandy Hook. But not only was he profiting from those lies, but he was also traumatizing the parents and the survivors every single day. I just can't I can't think of a worse human being. And there's a bunch of them out there. But you are the lowest of the low when you're Alex Jones. Well, today, um, a jury in Connecticut decided that Alex Jones should pay nine hundred and sixty five million dollars. To the families, to the loved ones, to those that suffered from his false claim that the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting was a hoax. It's the second big judgment against Alex Jones. Over his relentless promotion of the lie with regards to this matter. So... When I talk about decency, okay, there's something that frustrates me about all of this is that let's say that you're Alex Jones, okay, and you have profited off of saying things and we look at it and we're like, what are you talking about, okay, and you're wrong for that. Let's just go ahead and just assume that that's the case. At this particular point in life, when you know that parents have been fed up forever, when you know that what you're saying is wrong, or let's just say that what you're saying, let's say that he thinks or he actually believes what he's saying, okay? Which there's no way that he could actually believe that. But let's say that he actually does believe that. Okay, the thing that to me a person would do for the sake of decency is not continue to promote this and talk about this and push this narrative because people are traumatized by it. That's the decency that I would want to seek from him. But people, it's not in him. It's not. It's not in him at all. He's the worst of the worst. Listen to this. This is Alex Jones earlier today when the jury was coming up with the amount and the judgment and all of that. This is him live on his InfoWars channel as he's commenting on how all of this stuff is playing out. And from Remington. Ain't going to be happening. Ain't no money. Our verdict as to damages in this case, we award damages to each plaintiff and against Alex Jones and three... I killed the kids, folks. Number one, compensatory damages. Instructions. 
fill in both numbers, reprint it, then go. Now remember, I'm in bankruptcy. We got two years of appeals. The money you donate does not go to these people. It goes to fight this fraud, and it goes to stabilize the company. They want us shut down. That's why the the, 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 the ambulance chasers did this, why they use these families. So SaveInfoWars.com. We're fighting Goliath. We'll win because of you. SaveInfoWars.com. InfoWarsStore.com. Double Patriot points, 10% off of 1776 right now at InfoWarsStore. But you see, you want somebody to fight for you? I'm doing it, and you see what they do. So you want you want to fight? That's fine. It's your decision. But that's where we are. That's the whacked out system of the left. Did, did we hit a billion guys? All right, so the first thing is he said that he's not paying a dime, that he's not going to do anything in terms of giving off, coming off any money with these rulings and judgments against him, first off, okay? He's going to blow it all off. But secondly, he is asking you. He is, in this specific moment, fundraising from you. Who does that? Who does that? Why have you got no ounce of decency in your body, Alex Jones? You are the worst. And this is the thing that is so frustrating to me. Is that there are going to be causes that we're all passionate about. There will be things that we will look at and we will disagree with. I disagree with many people. Okay? But at the end of the day, I think about... What is the end game? Where is the decency in these type of stories and issues that we're dealing with in 2022? Is there anybody out there that would give Alex Jones a dime? If you're out there, call me right now. 651-461-9226. And I would like to know why. Why would you support this foolishness, this nonsense? Why would you buy into this? And this specifically. And and think about what you would say if you called this show in this station with regards to this. And Alex Jones, don't, don't the first thing out your mouth be, well, about the left. No, we're talking specifically about kids and teachers that were killed, massacred in 2012. I don't know if the parents of these children were on the left or on the right. That doesn't matter to me. 651-461-9226. Your phone call is next here on The Lake Show. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show. News Talk 830-WCCO. Alex Jones, the topic... He's getting what he deserves. I hope that he's broke. I hope that he's bankrupt. I hope that he's all of those things. Uh, if you want to uh, call in or hit us up on the uh, Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line, the number is 651-461-9226. Hey, real quickly, did we get a text already about this? If so, uh, let me hear it. 
Yeah, we we do have uh, we do have one text here. Okay, let me go ahead and uh-huh. bring it up here. Uh, somebody said I don't agree with Alex Jones. He's a horrible human being, but so was Larry Flint, and the lefties supported him all the way to the Supreme Court. If you don't like Alex Jones, turn the channel. First off, why is there always whataboutism in life? Why, why is that? We're talking about Alex Jones. And if that person that texts in, because they, they, they know how to text, if they want to call in, they can call in too at 651-461-9226, same number. So the what about uh, the whataboutism, you can miss me with that. Secondly, they stated that if I don't like Alex Jones – don't watch it or whatever, right? Yeah. Or don't pay attention. Don't pay, don't just turn the channel. Don't watch. And and you know what? That's fine. But also, as a talk show host in this market, in this country, and we're talking about news and newsmakers, I'm going to talk about his ass too. And I'm going to go off on him too. The same way that you don't have to listen to me and I don't have to listen. That's the reality of our lives and our situation, that's the freedom that we have. So you say that you're not going to defend them. You come across as defending them with the whataboutism. Like, make your mind up. Or call if you'd like. Like Nick. Nick in Roseville. He's called to, uh, to weigh in on the topic. What's up, Nick? Hey, Henry. Good evening, Kia. How, How you, you doing? doing? How you doing, my friend? Good, good, good. So... <clears throat> I never thought that I would hear a more horrible human being when I used to listen to Alex Jones on this podcast, because let me tell you, when I first discovered podcasts as a blind person, of course, I'm thinking, what are these things, you know? Yep. And Alex Jones was the very first podcast I ever discovered, and I thought, oh my God, is this what podcasts are really like? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you, you you stumbled across a, a, upon a podcast that you're like, man, what's going on here? Yeah, exactly. So I hope he gets – and actually, <clears throat> I not only hope he has to pay the families, but I hope he goes to jail. I wish, oh, I, I've wanted that for a long, long time, but I don't think that's going to happen. No, and I wish that someone could shoot him. No, 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 no. I don't, I'm not wanting that on – I'm not. I don't go down that road. Like okay, what, what, what I what I think is what I think is a horrible thing that Alex Jones has done forever. I'm not wishing death upon him. Go ahead. No, I, yeah. Okay. But I guess what I'm also saying is, <clears throat> I also feel bad for the families in Florida because I think that's where Sandy Hook was. No, no, yes. no, no. We're talking about Connecticut. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um. They'll never get to see their children again. Absolutely. They woke up that morning with yep. their children. They sent their children off to school. Yep. And they, of course, thought they were going to see their kids again. And no, 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 no one envisions what happened happening at any of these no. schools. Like, people send their kids to school every single day. And you know what? Unfortunately, mm-hmm. around the country, these type of things continue to happen. Hey, we're just months removed from Uvalde, for Christ's oh, sake. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. So, and, yeah. And, yeah, and, and thanks to the phone call from Nick and Rose. Well, look, uh, look, the, if Alex Jones came in here right now, there will be a problem. But I'm not going to sit here and say that that I'm wishing death upon. I, I, that, I just don't. That doesn't serve any purpose in my life. I, for, for, for anybody that I have issues with, whether it's Alex Jones, whether it's Donald Trump, 
whether it, whoever it may be. I, I just that you know you get one life. Let's make the most of it. Some people are going to be terrible human beings. Some people are going to take the advantage of being the best that they can be. If you want to be the best that you can be, and I I hope that I'm going to be the best version of myself forever, right? I'm going to have good days, going to have bad days. I hope that I have better days um, than bad days, right? More good days than bad days. But I'm never going to wish death upon um, even the worst of the worst. What Alex Jones did today to, to me, Henry, it's mocking it. He's making fun of these families. Like, oh, you're, you're not going to get a damn dime yep. out of this. You're not going to get anything. In fact— But why be that way? After but, all of this, why be that way? I'm talking about for him. I'm yeah, just, I, I, don't, I don't get the point no, of it. Uh, no, like, no, show no, some remorse. Nobody. Nobody does. Nobody understands him. Alex Jones is scum. InfoWars is scum. And to then double down today, it shows absolutely no heart— to mock them and to use these people as pawns. Well, the reason why I think that he today, and it's probably not the first time, but the reason why I think that he's doubling down 24-7 is financial. It's oh, financial. It's, it's all financial. If you're out there listening to, to this show and this station it's right now, and you give a dime, a dime to Alex Jones, you're part of the problem. You are absolutely part of the problem. If you support him, you're scum too. You, you, remember, let's go back to earlier this year or last winter. Remember when I said I pulled up, I'm going grocery store shopping on Excelsior yeah. in St. Louis Park, and I'm parking right behind this car, and the person that got out of the car, they had this big InfoWars sticker on the back of their vehicle and a couple other stickers, and I'm just looking like, really? That's what we're doing now? We're just We're just – we're just letting the world know, hey. Well, he I mean, one thing Alex Jones is very good at preying on vulnerable people. He's very good at taking advantage of people and manipulating things to his gain. And terrible people. Uh, abs- yeah, it it doesn't make him right. And the thing about turning the channel, thing is like whether or not we watch it doesn't change the fact that this is what he's doing. And that it's wrong. And that it's wrong. I've it, never, it's not, I've it's never not, watched It's not as simple as – it's not as – yeah, I'm not an InfoWars watcher. I've never watched one minute of InfoWars. It's before. not about what you don't like it so you could just turn it. If that was the way that life worked, we'd be much, much deeper in a, an abyss with yes, bad stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's a shame. It's a shame. And he's going to continue to do this because people are going to enable. Once people say, stop with this crap, stop with this garbage, we're done with it. But people will not put that ultimatum out there to Alex Jones yep. because, you know, they're they're in the same camp. And it's it's sad. It's very sad. All right, coming up next, let's dive into some sports takes. And it has to do with quarterbacks. How do we assess quarterback success? Is it just the wins? Is it stats? Is there even a thing as quarterback wins when we talk football? I address that next year on The Lake Show. How do we assess quarterback success? Is it just Super Bowl rings? Is it playoff success? Is it stats? Is it just how do we evaluate? And ultimately talk about how good a quarterback is. Outside of winning, so that's obvious. 
you win a Super Bowl, you are legitimized as a decent quarterback or good enough or worthy enough to lead your team to a championship. Even even the worst quarterbacks out there, if you win a ring, you've proven to the world you weren't bad enough to screw it up. Trent Dilfer didn't screw it up for the Baltimore Ravens. He didn't. So you got to give him a little bit of credit. He wasn't good. But he was just good enough. But is there such a thing as a quarterback win stat? 651-461-9226. And I bring this up because I feel like, specifically, let's keep it local here, okay? And then we can take it from a national perspective. But just looking at the Vikings, Kirk Cousins fans, they can't have it both ways. This is a league that's driven by quarterbacks. And folks debate whether or not quarterback wins is an actual stat. One thing you cannot debate is that it's the most impactful position in sports, in my opinion. And I thought about this after Ron Rivera did his post game with regards to Carson Wentz. Listen to what the head coach of the Washington Commanders had to say um, about Carson and just addressing his quarterback. They're up to a faster start. The Eagles, the Cowboys, you know, they've kind of all been rebuilding too the last couple of years, and it seems like they're farther ahead. Why do you think the teams in the division are farther ahead at this point? Quarterback. That. I mean, with quarterback, like the Cowboys, for instance, they're, they don't have Dak Prescott this season and still have been able to well, they win. Started with, well, they, they started, started with, with Dak, them, but and they built around Dak, and the offense is built around Dak. Um, their backup's a, a guy that is very solid inside of it, inside of what they do. Um, and the truth is that, that this is a quarterback-driven league. And if you look at the teams that have been able to sustain success, they've been able to build it around a specific quarterback chose the quarterback here, though, so do you have any regrets about that, or how do you... No, I got no regrets about that quarterback. I think our quarterback has done some good things. There's been a couple of games that he struggled, um, but you look at his numbers from yesterday, and you would say, okay, you look at his numbers he's had throughout the year. There was a time he was, you know, um, very solid, mm-hmm. and then, um, un- you know, we had the unfortunate Philadelphia game, and he struggled a little bit in the Dallas game, but the way he performed yesterday, it just shows you what he's capable of, and you know, we chose him because we believe him. We chose him because we looked at what we felt were, were, were things that pointed towards him. All right, so those are the comments that he made on Monday, okay, to the media. Since that time, because it, it became a thing, and everybody's talking about it, he's walked it back a little bit. He has apologized to quarterback Carson Wentz, and he said that, you know, some of this is misconstrued, and he said, quote, Carson and I had a nice conversation, so I think we're ready to roll. I think that whoever you love as the quarterback, whether that player is playing at an elite level, 
they struggle, whatever. At the end of the day, it's pretty darn simple that whether you like it or not, quarterback wins is a stat. Whether you like it or not. But when did it start becoming a stat? I mean, it, it wasn't a stat, you know, what, five years ago, ten years ago? I mean, we weren't talking about it. When did this whole obsession with quarterback wins, when did that start? When we started having so many people get hurt in the National Football League and we started seeing the trend of backups having success. So the quote, unquote, the system that, quarterback. That's that's when it became – no, I wouldn't say necessarily a system quarterback. Well, I mean, it's, it's a quarterback that works within a system to to succeed. So, I mean, wouldn't that – because, I mean, if we're going to talk about – No, you can have different skill sets. Like Dak Prescott is not the same guy as Tony Romo. Right. You, you, can, you, can, be, you can be on a team and, and go about it a different way. And, and, and just because you're on a team doesn't make you a system quarterback. But within – what Ron Rivera was talking about right there, though, was saying, well, you know, he was asked about the Cowboys, and Cowboys don't have Dak Prescott. Yep. But Cooper Rush— He said they built around Dak Prescott. Right, but he, but Cooper Rush has been able to do the things within that system. Yes, that they built around Dak Prescott. That's what he said. Right, but I mean, I guess I guess what, what I'm looking at when we're talking about these, you know, quarterback, quarterback wins and, you know, we're talking about what teams do offensively— I don't see any problem with what Ron Rivera said. I mean, I, he, he, I, I think he was I accurate. I don't think that there was any. He, he shouldn't have apologized no, to he, me. He, 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 he had sh- no reason to apologize. I agree he, with him. What he said was accurate. Yes. And I think Carson he, Wentz hasn't played well. No, he, he hasn't. And, and yes, I, I love how you know he was asked, hey, you know, you picked him. Do you regret it? And he's like, no, not at all. Because, yeah, Ron Rivera said, you know what? Ryan Fitzpatrick isn't our guy. Terrell Haneke isn't our guy. Sam Howell, the rookie, not ready. So what were we going to do? You know, back in 2017, before that ACL injury and that game against Los Angeles in December. Yeah, Carson Wentz looked amazing. He looked amazing. He was the, he was the front runner for MVP. Absolutely. So, but but my point is that people can sit there and say the quarterback wins isn't a stat. I think you're fooling yourself. With all the turnover that we've seen in the National Football League, how can it not be a stat? Carson Wentz gets benched for Jalen Hurts. End of story. End of story. How can it not be? When guys when guys get hurt and other guys succeed and a guy doesn't get his job back, how can quarterback wins not be a stat? Explain that to me. When do we start quantifying that? When do we start actually <clears throat> making that a thing? Because right now it's it's subjective. It's you know it's it's talking points. It's like, okay, well, Kirk Cousins did good things, you know, in that game against New Orleans to put them in a position to, to win. But then you're like, well, does that discount the rest of the team? Does that discount what everybody else did? But that's just what football is. That's it's, how that's how football operates. No, I I, I totally understand. Yeah, but it, it seems like. I'm just saying, like, so what are you saying? Is it's got to be different? There's, there's, it's not changing. Well, when I mean, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers win this year, yeah. yes, everybody knows that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense is pretty good. But who gets the headlines? Tom Brady, because he's the goat. So every time that a team wins, what we're saying is that that quarterback 
it's going to be a quarterback win because of the importance of the quarterback, because of the attention because of the quarterback. Because the importance of the position of quarterback. Let me ask you this. Okay. When we talk right now in the National Football League about the GOAT, mm-hmm. what are we talking about? Talk about Tom Brady. What, no, no. Beyond Tom Brady, we're talking about quarterbacks. Yeah. No one says the GOAT, the goat. about, and, and, all, about and, and, every single position out there. You're talking about quarterbacks. If you say, well, it ain't Tom Brady, it's Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. Or it ain't Peyton Manning, it's John Elway. That, I mean, I'm just saying, that's how we, or it's Joe Montana, the GOAT. We don't say that the GOAT is a inside linebacker. But I guess the issue that I have with that is that... And I'm not even saying it's right. I'm just saying it is what it is. Right, but I, I guess it's implied. And most people would assume that, but I guess I, I don't want to assume... I mean, you're right. When, when we talk about the GOAT, it instantly goes to quarterback. Because we're not... Yeah, we're not talking about, hey, when you say the GOAT, you don't have to, you don't have to explain it because it's implied. It's assumed. But... I don't know that everybody looks at it that way when you're talking about, you know, a, a quarterback and the reason for a team. How do you winning. think that nobody how do you think that not everybody looks at it that way when everybody looks at it that way? Everybody does. When we have debate shows on television, mm-hmm. when we talk about it on the radio and we talk about the GOATs, we're not we're not talking about all this other stuff. Because it's implied. It's, well, yeah, it's assumed. Yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. But I guess what I'm saying is that while it's implied to a majority, there are some, and we're kind of getting off topic here, I guess there are some that might not necessarily understand that. I, and maybe I'm talking about the very, very minority. I'm about to say, because who are you talking about? Well, yeah, I, I, you, you'd, have to, you'd have to start singling out people because <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that those people out there are in mass numbers like you're talking about. No, I, I'm not saying they're out there in, in mass numbers. Saying that when we do talk about it, you know, 95% of the people out there are all just thinking about the same thing. But when we're talking about quarterback wins, I feel like if, if you're going to give the credit to the quarterback, you're discounting the rest of the team. That's football. I, I, and That's football. I understand that. So, I mean, so, I mean, that's, just, that's the point. When we think of the New England Patriots, we think of Tom Brady first. We think of Bill Belichick second. We think about Gronk. Who are all the defensive players we talk about? So let's let's hypothetically. No, who, no, no. I, mean, I asked you a question. Who are the who are the who are the defensive players that we're talking about for well, the New England Patriots during their dynasty? Well, I mean, really nobody Be- because <laughs> because those aren't the guys that get the attention. But it doesn't mean that they're not the ones that are responsible for it. No, no one ever said that. You know. No one's ever. I've never discounted defense. You got. I'm not. I'm not saying you are, but yeah. Hypothetically, let's say that New England Bailey Zappi goes out and you know he ends up winning a Super Bowl. Hypothetically for New England, yeah. And they win these games. I don't know, ten to six, thirteen yeah. to seven, whatever. Are we still going to say those quarterback wins? Are we still going to say that Bailey Zappi is the reason for a team winning when they're putting up? You know, you're thirteen gonna, to sixteen points. You're going to acknowledge that the defense was remarkable, but you're also going you're to say, gonna say you're all, you're also going to give that guy quarterback wins because that's just how it is. Okay, six five one four six one nine two two six. One more segment of this next on the Lake Show. All I'm telling you, Chris, is that 
when I think about Kirk Cousins and we get into the postseason and Kirk is having success, I'll give him his flowers. Now, am I going to break down the entire game and say, hey, the defense played out of their minds or this player did this or this player did that? No, that's fine. Even if he struggles a bit, if they win, he has to get some credit. That's just the way that it has to be. Oh, I, I, I totally understand that You know, when football teams win, the quarterback's going to get the credit. And quarterback it, wins. And, and quarterback wins. But it just... I mean, it, it just, to me, quarterback win seems like nothing more than a, you know, Twitter online generated talking point to sit here and debate the the worthwhile of, you know, whatever the quarterback is. Because, mm. I mean, I, I don't think that, you know, even back in 2009, you know, we weren't talking about Brett Favre quarterback wins or, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't go back and, and, you know, look at Dan Marino and Dan Fouts and these guys that put up just massive numbers but didn't win any Super Bowls. You're talking about guys that played on teams and they were the only guys that touched the damn rock. Dan Fouts wasn't going in and out of the lineup. Dan Marino was like the lifer with the Dolphins for the most part. I mean, I know at the very end there was speculation about him going to Minnesota and all. But we're talking about – Let's just let's just use the Cowboys for example, just okay. as just as, as a quick example. They went from Tony Romo to Dak, and now they've got Cooper Rush in a short amount of time. Right, but I, I'm, I guess I'm I'm saying if we're going to talk about quarterback wins, that, why doesn't it apply to to those individuals as well? We're in a different era, man. This ain't we're not, we're not watching Fran Tarkington anymore. <laughs> I mean, I mean, this is we're dead. It's different. You're talking about 30 years ago, over 30 years ago. You know that. Come on, you're a sports guy. Come I know. on. <laughs> I know, but it just it, it just seems it, like you had that look on your face, like yeah, that that might have been a bad. No, week. no, yeah. no. Yeah, I'm on. just saying. I I think we like to make things up in order to have we more evolve. talking points. We evolve. Yeah, we make it. I up. mean, we we weren't doing sports debates like Stephen A. Smith and Callan Coward. 30 years ago. Coming up next, talk Twins baseball because there's somebody specifically I'm going to miss. I'll tell you who next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 